Hello! Hello! Welcome to a spooky... No, I'm just kidding. That's all over. It's been over for like a half month, month now. Get over it. I know, but you really miss it. I do. I do miss it. I do. I love Halloween. You cry every morning when you're eating breakfast. <laughs> I miss Halloween. You didn't even watch Chucky. The movie. We watched Chucky the show. Whatever happened to that show? It what, Did it end? Did we see the end of it? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a whole other podcast. You're right. We never... I think it just... Wow, whatever happened? I don't know. This week, this week on Reviews from the Crawl Space, we get to the bottom of what happened to the Chucky TV show. Did it just end? What's going on? <laughs> Welcome to episode 23 of Reviews from the Crawl Space. I'm Douglas. That's Vicky. <laughs> the shit disturber. Well, no, that's a good question. You're absolutely right. It's a... What's going on with that? Now like that last episode, I don't think was the last episode. No, and it just stopped in the middle of... It wasn't even a mid-season stop, I don't think. Wow. It, it was recording too, wasn't it? Was wasn't it, it was. on FX or something? Uh showcase. Yeah. Yeah. Fudge is going on there. So anyway. Puts on her investigator yeah, and her Sherlock Holmes. Forget hat. this episode. <laughs> yeah, well I go search my phone for whatever happened to that last the last episodes. Uh, you can find us in the regular places. Um if you're listening to it, you found it. If you're listening to us right now, you found it, so good for you. Uh, Instagram. And you find us every week. Exactly. Instagram, reviews from the crawl space is one word. Uh, RFTCS at mstdn.ca. That is the Mastodon presence. And, and it's blues... RFTCS. RFTCS at B-L-U-S-K-Y. Yeah, Blue Sky. Whatever Blue Sky is. Dot social. So you could you could find us there. That's that's where we're at, and we're also on on the Spotify's and yeah, and a, anchors and all the, all, all the places of, podcast yeah. places. We're there yeah. as well. But yeah, uh, totally. wow, I found it a little dry in here today for some reason. It's like it's like a desert up in here. Um, okay, we're gonna get cracking. We're kind of back onto our thing. When you're done yawning and uh, really getting a good stretch in there, we'll get into this whole <laughs> trilogy thing. Hey, just lumbering up. So uh, we talked about last, we didn't do it last episode, but we're going to get back to it this week with uh, this week's episode of a trilogy, just a solid three movies. And what do you got for us? What is this week's? This week's trilogy is Infernal Affairs. Ooh, some Hong Kong One, action. One, two, and three. Nice. It's about yes. time. It's definitely a, Hong Kong cinema is definitely one I'd like to explore more in the future as well. There's a lot of good shit. So should I go through my stuff just like everything? Yeah, you, let's go through our like list well, them one, two, and three, or. Well, just yeah, because like people who are listening, they 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 shot these movies. It's all almost essentially all back to back to back, so they all contain the same basic people who are working on them. Yes. So I think what we should do is just go Infernal Affairs. You know, here's the who's who did it, uh, the director or whatever. If there's and, and go through one, two, and three. For me, I have it as like if there's any changes because um, for me there was a change in uh, a cinematography change in one of them. But other than that, they're all like they're all about the same. So okay, so get cracking. Uh, internal infernal affairs. Infernal affairs. Yeah, uh, they're classified as action, crime, drama. Yeah, with a little mystery and thriller stuff thrown. Well, definitely in there. thriller for sure. Yeah. Uh, number one, the runtime is one hour forty one minutes. It's rated R with a, and it was done in two thousand and two. Number two is runtime one fifty nine, and it's not rated, and it was made in two thousand and three. And number three is one hour fifty eight minutes, and it's not rated, 
and it was made in 2003 as well. Internet Movie Database gives number one, eight, number two, 7.3, number three, 6.8. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives number one, 94, with a 95% audience score, which, yeah. Yeah, for the first one, yeah. Uh, number two, 78%. Number three, oh, with an 83% audience score. Audience score but number no, three, there was no There's no ratings. Score, no. Uh, but a 71% audience score mm-hmm. on three. Oh, For okay. the meta, metadata, Metacritic? Metacritic. Metacritic, uh, Metacritic uh, for number one, it gets 75, uh, score 75, with a 6.3 audience score. Um, and there was nothing for number two or three at all. Okay, yeah, I, I noticed that as well. Yeah, I couldn't even pull it up on the... Which is funny because they're made after number one. Uh, for me, the summary was cops, the mafia, and a mole. Oh. Good guys, bad guys. I totally forgot to do my... You should have reminded me, man. Oh, fuck. I didn't oh, even I'm do sh- mine. Come on, you can just come uh, up with mine off the top of your head. Uh, we watched three movies. Uh, yeah, but I, I, was, I wasn't thinking about that aspect of it at all. Um... I know what. Uh, whack a mole. Whack a mole. That's absolutely great. <laughs> that's, that's a great it's one. It's actually perfect for the. That's exactly what's going down. Whack a mole. Okay. Uh, directors. Uh, same directors for all three. A fellow yeah. named Andrew Lau and a fellow named Andrew Mack. Or Alan Mack. Yeah. Uh, writers. Again, the same. Three writer Or the same two writers for all three. Alan Mack, who is a director, yep. and Felix Chong. They're all English subtitled. Country of origin is Hong Kong. Yep. Um, and I'll pop, like I said, I'll quickly pop in there if you've done that. I'll yeah. do mine real quick. Yeah. So, like I said, for the three movies, we're looking at a lot of the same crew. So, uh, cinematog- so Infernal Affairs 2002, the cinematography is by Andrew Lau. Uh, he's Hong Kong-born DP with 55 credits, including 1993's uh, Crime Story, starring Jackie Chan, 1987's City on Fire, starring Chow Young-Fat, which I really fucking want to watch that movie, and 1994's Chungking Express, which has been on my list for a while. Um, the he has, So because Andrew Lau is he's doing multiple duties here, he has a backup cinematographer who worked with him, and I apologize about the names that I'm about to butcher brutally. Yu Yui Fai Lai? Lai? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to that person. A cinematographer with 38 credits. Uh, 2011's Dragon. 2018's Till the End of the World. Um, Infernal Affairs 2. Same guys. So I'm just... Or, uh, the, there's one change in cinematography. Uh, he, the, the, the backup guy is Man Ching... Ching, and then I actually had to look at this. So it's, the last name is NG. So there's two ways of pronouncing it. You do it the uh, Americanized, the English way, which is ing, or the Cantonese version, which is just mm, which is just like mm sound. Uh. So it would be Man Ching, mm. Uh, DP with 29 credits, and all of them are in Cantonese. They're all Cantonese titles, so like there was nothing familiar there at all. Uh, music by Quan uh, Wing Chan. Uh, he's He's not, I had a DP. He's not a DP. He's a composer with 77 credits, uh, including Man of Tai Chi uh, from 2013 and Dragon 2011. And I think Dragon, 
is starring the dude from John Wick 4. I think that's part of oh. his franchise. Uh, Ronnie Yu. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that his name? Is that his name? But anyways, it's that guy from John Wick 4. I think he's in that series of, of movies as well. The blind guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's not blind in real life, but yes, the, yeah, blind, yeah, the, blind, yeah. the blind character, yes. Well, you said John Wick. So. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Infernal Affairs 3, um, there is no difference. Same crew, so there's nothing to add there. Um, so we can we can kind of get into it. So just to put these in, so they're, they're, these movies are not they're not in linear order. They're not chronological. So the first one is the middle movie. The much second, too much chagrin. The second one is the first movie, and the third one is the third movie. So it, it works. It works perfectly. But the third one is a direct sequel to number one. Yes, that's that's what I said. Okay. So you have you have Infernal Affairs two, which is actually the first first movie, first story in 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 oh, this gotcha. whole okay. thing, and then the first movie, so Infernal Affairs, and then Infernal Affairs three, yeah. which is actually in the right spot. So maybe next time we watch them, we'll have to watch we them. We definitely in should that watch order. them in that order. I agree. My poor little brain was broken with number two. <laughs> because I couldn't figure out who was who, but I was recognizing some of the faces. But was that guy? So, yeah. Yeah, well, the, the thing, too, with... So, the overall arcing story is, um, Infernal Affairs, is... Uh, the, the best way to put this is you have both of these kids go into the police academy. One is recruited f by the gangs to go into to be their their guy in the police department. And the reverse flip of that is the, the one guy kicked out of the police uh, thing is he's taken as an undercover agent. So you have these guys. So you have one from the gang who's the under in in as the cops, and then one of uh, the cops who's in in as the gang. So you have these like juxtaposition story. Oh, I'm so dry, I can't even talk. So you have these stories all the way up that are just like against each other. You just kind of watch them play this like cat and mouse game. Yeah. Because that's what really both of them are trying to find out. Find out who the other who the, mole who is the other in, is. In, yeah, yeah, totally. In the cops and in the in, in, in the gang. Yeah, totally. Because they don't know, and everybody's playing sides. And man, this this whole so that's what this whole series is. So that's why this this first one is so fucking good. It is just yeah. so energetic. Like from the minute it starts, it yeah. grabs you by the balls, and it doesn't let you go. And one thing I do like about it. And it is like the whole time. I remember there was a point where both were like, holy shit. Just, but the, by the time we got to the opening credits, it was like, oh my God. Okay, I'm watching. I'm paying attention. Yeah, really. <laughs> and it's just like, I said, it doesn't let you go. Except to the end. where It, it kind of does this thing where like the main story kind of comes down and it gives you a minute. Because there is so many twists and turns in this goddamn series. That you just like, there's a point where it kind of gives you a moment to be like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Kind of situation. And oh, there's so many things I want to jump all over, but we'll talk about Infernal Affairs first because it's just like the highest rated is the most like complete movie. It's got this style that's very early 2000s where it's almost it reminded me a lot of like Born, where it's just like boom, fucking fast cuts, high energy. Even the, the the color palette of it all, the look of it was very just like early 2000s. It had a very specific moment, and uh, I went into this whole. Uh, trilogy, thinking it was going to be karate movies. So yeah, Infernal Affairs. Yeah, you had no idea. So color <laughs> me, I mean, I love karate movies, but <laughs> this like, and I loved these the three of them. Um, the stories you care about the people. Yeah. Uh, very well written, very well acted. You kind of 
uh, have affinities for the different characters. You kind of fall in love with them. And, yeah, well, and you see their gray areas yeah. and like all, all the shit that goes on. And like, yeah, no, I totally agree with you on there. And yeah, it's funny that you thought it was gonna be like, like a kung fu kind of yeah, movie, and I it's did. just like it's just like this police drama <laughs> and and it's funny because we've talked we look at each other and laugh every once in a while because the movie or the music for it was so it would it so would have this big. part where it would be it like so, a soap opera so, it's so dramatic yeah it would just like click into this and it would just be like just especially with everything else going on and all the action then it just like clicks in a soap opera mode and you're yeah. like what <laughs> it's just i like... mean the drama was very dramatic yes and the action was very actiony. And... Yep, it was very, very solid. And what I like, what I like about the action, especially like some of the deaths and shit that that occur, they're not like these big necessarily these these action set pieces where they're huge and there's lots of explosions. It's not like that. I find most of it comes and it, it works for impact. Usually, when a character is about to be knocked off, it's like it's a calm scene. If there's just two characters talking or something casual is going on and then boom, just like fucking out of nowhere and it's all over for, for that character. Like it happens so many times. Even the second one was like that, like just be having these conversations, these dialogues because it's setting up all the story and stuff and then boom, like out of nowhere, it, it just blindsides you and I love it so much because it was just so dumb. It was like, yeah, it caught you off guard. It was on your, you're on your heels just being yeah. like, holy shit. And then something else would happen. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, so you have this whole cat and mouse in the first one. The second movie is entirely the fr the, the, the front story, how everything how it or the backstory, how it all occurred, how they got to where they are, who who got killed, where, when. Like, it's so different though in tone, and yeah. even even in look, yeah. it's a totally different movie. Yeah. This is like we're talking. It kind of wants to do this Godfather two thing where it's just like you're starting to travel more through time, back and forth between the characters. And kind of find out the story and why everything worked out, or the people who are friends with who, or who's double crossed who. So yeah, it, it's a very compared to the first one, it's much slower, much slower, a little more methodical, and it, like I said, it still has lots of those great deaths, but at the same time, it's like just out of nowhere they'll get you. You'll be sitting there and they're talking, and they're having a good time. You're watching, and all of a sudden, blam, it's fucking over. <laughs> so I kind of like that. And then the third one is. Directly following everything that happens after the after Infernal Affairs one, it's a couple of months after it picks up, and then we see we see kind of the fallout of everything that goes on there. And we, I don't think it. I mean, I enjoy it because there was lots of interesting bits, but I don't know if it was necessary to the first two. Yeah, there was some storylines in there that you're right because it, it, it wrapped up some threads. Like, yeah, totally. The. Yeah. Uh, the relationship between the guy and his psychiatrist. Those psychiatrists, yeah, or the, the, the one of the main characters in the psychiatrist, which yeah. kind of is like, yeah, yeah, which they really explore a bit in the second one as well. But yeah, my my biggest gripe about them all is that I wish they would have been in chronological order. It would have been. Oh, see, I like the Tarantino effect. Either easier for me to. Well, and the thing too is like because this is not our, our it's not our language too. So and you have a huge cast. The cast is massive. Yeah. So, you're, so like, you're watching the subtitles and yeah, not really like, paying attention oh, to... Oh, you know, Sergeant Lamb and Captain... And it's like, who? There's like three Lambs. I don't I, like. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because they won't stay around and it doesn't matter. You just like continue on. But, yeah. But you get, the, you get the main characters. You know, you know you'll hear main group of like five or six. You're like, okay, I know who they are. 
But outside of that, yeah, it becomes kind of a jumble of, of who people are. Because, like I said, especially in the first one, things are going so fast. Like, they, oh, my God, the energy of that one. Well, and it's a good thing, too, that I've learned to... Race when I don't know anything about a movie... And I, I can sometimes get anxiety because I don't know where it's going. Oh, well, it's, it's like so movies. I just have to tell myself, just relax. You'll, 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 you'll get it by the end. Go for the ride. And if you don't, Doug will explain no. it to you. <laughs> and if I can't, we'll find someone who can. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't, we'll go find a, <laughs> a video on YouTube. Uh, great cinematography. Uh, I really liked, especially in the first one. There was some good stuff in the second one, but I think the first one really showcased how, how good the cinematography was. Just great shots and the way they were using the city. This was all shot in, in Hong Kong before, I mean, as kind of like as the transitioning from from British control over to Chinese control was happening. So everything isn't super built up yet, but it's got a great, there's a great skyline and, and that city skyline makes for great, like, the rooftop sets and shit like that are phenomenal. Yeah. And of course, then when you get down into the city with all the like little restaurants, everything looks so like uh, steamy and, and kind of dirty and gritty. So it's, it looks good. Yeah, they did a good, good job there. Um, yeah, just trying to think about, there, yeah, there are so many things to, to like about this, but we talked about wanting to do more spoilers, especially for older movies, but I don't want to do that with this because, no. especially in that first one, because man, it will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, if you're not expecting that shit. Uh, the, I lo- I, there was some really fantastic acting. Uh, like I said, the dude from the new Marvel movies uh, is in it. The the Rings. He was uh, the main character's dad, I think. I think he actually played the villain in that movie. Oh, okay. So you're not to- talking, Tony, about, Tony Chung, you're not talking or... about the Canadian guy that plays in that movie. <clears throat> no, no, no. My God, no. But the dad of the Canadian in, in, guy. In the, in, yeah. in, in, yeah. the, in the thing, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So he's in that. And that's like, because we're talking about, man, he looks so familiar. He's a really good actor. And even just looking at his stuff, like, I'm, I'm surprised he's not in more, like, Hollywood mainstream shit. Because a lot of these guys are really, really good fucking actors. So, um, yeah, what else you got? Well, just one of the things that we should mention is oh, okay. that The Departed, that yeah, was directed Scorsese. by Martin Scorsese. It was um, a remake of the first. It was starring Leo DiCaprio. Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Jack Damon. Nicholson. It's an actual remake, remake of Infernal Affairs. Yeah, the first one. And in 1976, or no, uh, it was, in, Infernal Affairs was submitted to the night, to the 76th annual Academy Awards for a nomination for Best Foreign Language Film, but it was not nominated. So then along comes Scorsese and his version of it, and it wins Academy it Awards. It won, yeah, of course. So, um, just if you've seen if you've seen The Departed, well, then you've probably you have, seen... You have an idea of what you're getting. Yeah, I guess yeah. Like, yeah, if you've seen The Departed and you like it, get into this one. Because it's like it's this is expanded to that. So yeah, the the Departed is the first one, and then there's still two more movies in this series after that. So and this Alan Mack, er, Alan Mack and Felix Chong, both got writing credits on the Departed. Oh, okay. So the two guys that They're, wrote they actually so these they, three movies so they can get their Oscar credit. Yeah, if that's what it won for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sh- that movie should have it should have been nominated. Oh, it's totally crazy. Yeah, especially when like like you say the American version is like. Bingo, bango. Yeah, it's no. I I have to say, uh, definitely people. Uh, this is also. Um, I didn't write down the number, but this is a Criterion Collection. Oh yes. All, all three of them. It's actually been released as Infernal Affairs trilogy, 
in a box set um, Blu-ray, I believe, but I forgot to write down the Criterion number. So. Yeah, we've been checking out the Criterion uh, channel because we got a free preview. Um, so we've blown through the free preview yeah. with all kinds of stuff that we have marked that we want to watch. So we're we're going to try it out for a month, and uh, then we're going to, you know, see if there's enough there still for us to watch. Yeah, because like I think I'm pretty sure that Chunking Express is on there, um, and I would absolutely love. Like I said, that one's been on my list for a bit, and stuff like City on Fire. We could also do stuff like uh, not that just Chow Young Fat stuff, but oh, uh, John John Woo stuff. Oh yeah, there's there's lots along lots of Hong Kong cinema I would love to get into, because like there's other stuff that's not Hong Kong. There's Chinese cinema like. Stephen Chow has a, the trilogy where it's Shaolin Soccer. Um, oh my god, it's, it's just blowing through my mind right now. What's the other one? Shaolin Soccer? What's the one after after the soccer one? That's the one I love. Oh, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, right, yeah. I can love that movie. Yeah, Kung we've Fu seen Hustle. both of those movies. Kung Fu Hustle, yeah, we own that one. And then there was a third one. I can never remember, but it was a pretty solid movie. It wasn't as... It was crazy and insane, but not in the same kind of way. It was more of like a... Uh, fantastical mystical kind of thing man we're gonna have to anyways his movies yeah so we got more coming up so yeah so would you recommend these oh, movies yeah definitely yeah yeah me too i would recommend it if you get a chance especially even if you just get a chance to watch the first one do that because yeah, yeah. Whew, that's some great cinema yeah. right there it's probably all you need yeah but i mean the three the other two movies alongside it kind of tile up Tie up a lot of loose ends. And... Yeah, it is a loose ends. Three, three's kind of funny. All the movies do it, but the third one actually made us fucking laugh with its false <laughs> endings. Literally 15, 20 minutes of false <laughs> endings. Because it's like, I'm like, okay, guy turns, looks at the camera, winks, end. Nope. Go to a next, cut to the next scene, go to the new scene of dialogue, they have it in, end. Nope. Go to the next scene. <laughs> yeah. And it just like got to the point where we we're just laughing our fucking ass off. It's like, the movie ended 20 minutes ago, guys. Stop. Yeah, we, don't, really. we don't need more. But they wanted to tell us They more. wanted everything. They wanted <laughs> everything. So, yeah, which is kind of funny. They they all do it. But the third one in particular was like, okay, guys, wrap it up. The music's playing. Let's go. <laughs> End the series now. So, anyways. So, please check that out. And, uh whew. This is a very short one this this week. So oh, really? Yeah, lucky for you guys out there. Check check it out and stay tuned for next week as we're going to continue our trilogy. Yes. Uh, our trilogy thing, and hopefully next week we have a little more strife because it's a don't be it, strife. It's a trilogy that Rick does not like. No. <laughs> uh, I can't wait. I don't hate. Hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't care about it. <laughs> okay. Anyways, thanks for listening to this week's short episode. Next week, we'll see you. Bye.